Good morning, you're with Cameron on the Brekkie Show on Wednesday Hump Day. And every second Wednesday, we talk to our wonderful member for Parks, Mark Colton, and he's joining us on the phone. He attended the budget in uh, Parliament in Canberra last week. How are you going, Mark? Yeah, well, thanks, uh, Cameron. Yes, I'm actually in uh, Parliament House today, just catching up on a bit of work before I head back to Royal this, this afternoon. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, look, the, look, the budget um, really showed that uh, the coronavirus uh, has... Uh, really damaged um, our economy you know, as part of a, actually a global recession. And, uh, yeah. uh, but we, you know, compared to other countries, we have done fairly well. And uh, yeah. what, what the budget um, is designed to do is to uh, give uh, Australians uh, the, uh, I guess, the framework, the incentive to actually uh, be able to work hard and keep more of the, their own money um, because we figured that that's the, the best way to get out of recession is when everyone's working. So mm-hmm. a lot of the projects in the budget were about jobs and uh, uh, job creation. Uh, in the instant asset write-off now is, is fairly well open-ended. And on Friday, I was at a machinery dealer in uh, Dubbo and uh, looking at a, a new model um, header and uh, you know, not much change out of 900000 for this machine. And uh, whoever purchased that could get that off there tax in the first year so, so you know there'll be a lot of incentives for people to update their machinery mm-hmm. uh, trades people to buy tools uh, you know rinse, you know coffee shop owners can upgrade uh, you know the, the equipment they need uh, and get off their tax and so uh, as well as tax cuts for wage owners so basically uh, uh, this budget is designed to, for people to have a go and if they yep. do uh, they'll be rewarded and so uh, you know governments can't um, lead their way lead you know, um, can't tax your way out of a recession. It's only when the whole of the country's working hard. And so yeah. I think, you know, in regional Australia, uh, we've done pretty well through the recession, you know, through the pandemic. Uh, we had some big hits early on, but it's recovering pretty well. And uh, so uh, I think, you know, I think the, the budget's hit the mark, but it's uh, fairly sobering figures involved. Uh, you know, the debt's massive, and uh, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of work to get back to where we were. Yeah, and obviously the tourism industry has been hit hard. Um, you haven't heard any word about when the international borders will be open again, have you? Or is that no, still I a long, long look, way I think, I think, oh, look, I think that's a long, long way away. But I tell you yeah. what, the silver lining in that decision is that there's a lot of Australians uh, are discovering their own country. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, um, I've, I've been on the road um, you know, a lot in the last month and uh, it doesn't matter, matter whether I'm in Moree or whether I'm in Broken Hill, Dubbo or Kaduga, quite frankly. Uh, there are a lot of people visiting our area, uh, and uh, so that's been a boost for our local economy. I think that will stay for a while. I think what I'm talking to people who have been visiting, and they are absolutely surprised um, what our area has got to offer for visitors. And so I think that um, uh, you know, if there is a silver lining, I think the people, the you know, the hospitality sector and the tourism sector uh are going to get a benefit. I reckon probably Cameron, I think probably for a couple of years. I mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a long time. Even when the borders open, it'll be a long time before people actually have the confidence to actually travel overseas because yeah. you know, we ended up I think sixty thousand Australians got stranded overseas and we're still trying to get them home. Yeah. And um I think I think people will be nervous about that. But um, yeah, there's a lot of people visiting our area, you know it Kaduga at the ball bars, there were 70 vans there one night, and I'm sure it's the same at uh, Barn Junction and Pilliga and uh, Burmai and all those other places. So, uh, you know, um, there is a silver lining attached to it. Yeah. And also for the agricultural industry, we've made some new payments available for young people to take a gap gear and uh, help out with some agricultural work. 
Yeah, so there's a couple of incentives, and uh, I've had a, you know, quite a lot of um, representation from farmers who are uh, really struggling to find people that can <laughs> work in the ag sector. And uh, so uh, someone goes, <laughs> takes a gap year, yep. they will be eligible for uh, ab study or OS, uh, youth allowance um, right from the start of 2021. But also there's a relocation allowance of $6,000 uh, for Australians and 2,000 for eligible visa holders um, who uh, who want to relocate to the area to undertake seasonal work in agriculture. So uh, there's a couple of good incentives there, and uh, I know a lot of the farmers, you know, in your listening area, Cameron, have you know, seasonally um, have used backpackers from from overseas. And uh, so what this is designed to do is get some of those uh, young people, young Australians, out of the cities and the larger towns. Uh, give them an experience um, working in the bush. And, you know, ultimately, uh, it, it, if it's a positive experience, it might help. Uh, I think we're going to see a, a general drift towards people wanting to move to the country. I think the cities have shown that they are very vulnerable, um, mm-hmm. uh, much more than we are. And so um, I think uh, I'd be encouraging, uh, you know, if you, if you know a young person that uh, was planning to go <laughs> to, uh, to Europe for a gap year, um, uh, you know, maybe get a more and uh, you know, they can get some work. Uh, uh, you know, harvesting wheat or planting cotton or uh, you know, picking oranges. There's uh, there's plenty to do. Yep, no worries. And um, is there any parliamentary meetings coming up? Um, and if so, if there's any issues that yep, yep. Uh, that people have brought up with you to discuss? Yes. So there is. Uh, uh, we, we'll, I'll be back to Canberra on Sunday night. We're sitting for for the next two weeks. Uh, there'll be lots of, um, I think, uh, legislation around the uh, budget um, that you know will need to be voted on and brought through. So, I think um, I, th- I think the budget will be the focus, um, and financial issues will be the focus of uh, of what happens in Parliament probably for the next couple of weeks. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I would expect it. To, you know, we're still working. Um, although all the members and senators are here, there's only a certain number allowed in the, in, into the actual chamber itself uh, at the one time with uh, distancing and the like. But, um, you know, we're managing under these circumstances yep. to uh, get the job done. We've sort of got to show an example, I guess, to the rest of the country uh, of how important uh, it is to maintain our vigilance. You know, uh, we haven't beaten the virus. Uh, you know, we've, we've managed through our actions, we've managed to suppress it, but uh, it could flare up just as quickly. And so yep. everyone's just got to remember that as well. No worries. Well, thanks for talking to us today, Mark. All the best in Parliament uh, over the next couple of weeks, and hopefully we'll chat to you in a fortnight's time. Yep, I'll be talking to you from, from Parliament um, in, in two weeks. They're always good. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks.